When you're a Macy's Star Rewards member, you'll earn rewards on every purchase except gift cards. I know this um, firsthand, by the way, because I am a Star Rewards member and I've been racking up the points. We'll get into that in a little bit. But basically, you could earn rewards on every purchase except, like I said, on anything that is gift cards, services, and fees. So rake in the rewards and put them toward a tropical print swimsuit for your next beach getaway or a makeup palette from your favorite brand. You could head over to Macy's.com slash star rewards. That's Macy's.com slash star rewards. And like I said, I have noticed this myself because I'm obviously a Macy's member. I have the app and everything. And I've been furnishing furnishing my new apartment with Macy's items literally I have a new package every day you can't make it up and I noticed when I was checking out that I kept earning all these rewards and I was like cool what is this and also by the way I spent so much money that I got like free samples and beauty products I don't know it's a good it's a good thing to be a Macy's member and earn these rewards so again that's macy's.com slash star rewards What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in so, so long. Um, it's been a shaky start to the year in terms of the podcast because you guys, you know, you all follow me on social media, you know what the deal is, but I was, I've been so back and forth between New York and LA these past three months that I'm so excited that now I am like here, um, until further notice here being LA and I moved into my new place and my shipment of stuff from New York comes tomorrow. So things are things are getting more settled in my life. I do think that the last three months have been a little bit all over the place. So probably honestly the last six months, like it started in summer, it's trickled its way into these last few months of my life moving around so much. But after tomorrow or this next week, once my apartment settled and everything is settled, I'm so excited to have my feet on the ground it's just been a lot of change, um, good change. Like I feel really positive about everything. I haven't been putting pressure on myself. I just kind of feel like it is what it is. I'm just in this transition stage of my life. But I was home last week. I'm sure you guys saw on social that my Aunt Joanne passed away. And I had been kind of talking about it for months on the podcast about um, the fact that a family member of mine was really sick and just to now fill you guys in on details um, I got the call oh here's the real tea I got the call about my aunt I think the day before I got laid off from my last job so the call about her being sick and the call was basically like um the cancer's all over, multiple organs, nothing they could do, not good news. And just to like paint a picture, my aunt was one of the most important people in my life aside from my parents, 
And my sister, she was like my second mom. She didn't have kids of her own. So she treated my sister and I like we were literally her children. And we just talked every single day. We were so close. So when I found that out, I remember I was kind of being cryptic at the time of the layoff because it just put everything in perspective. I was like, I don't care. (laughs) You know, like that. a job is a job. Life and death is another thing. So... I'd been dealing this with the last like six months or so. I mean, when I was in Italy, I got a call that things took a turn with her and I tried to fly home from Capri early. Keep in mind, like to get to Capri, you have to take a ferry from Positano, then go from Positano to Florence or Naples. Naples isn't Florence. Then go, wait, did I go to Naples? I don't know, wherever. Then you had to go from Naples to Rome, then Rome to New York. Okay, so keep in mind like how many planes, trains, and automobiles it would take me to come home from that trip. So I tried to come home from my Italy trip early because um, we were told that it was dire. And um, she wound up surviving and staying around another few months. Then I was somewhere I was always on a I was always away when I got this news which isn't great when I got the news about her being sick I was with my friends and that was a lot so it's just been it's been a lot and it's been this thing that for the past like six months or so I've kept to myself one because it's someone else's life and I don't feel comfortable like talking about someone else's like health details um but if you guys were at my live show in New York, she was at both of them. Like she's met so many of you. And that's like how important she was to me. She's met so many people in my life. And um, yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with. It's going to be one of those things that I think I'll deal with forever. You know what I mean? Like I, she wasn't really like communicating the, like, you know, we weren't texting or emailing or anything the last few months. So I, have kind of gotten used to like her not being present in my life as often but I think it's more so just with like holidays and as things come up you know I'm really going to feel that loss so that's what I've been dealing with that's why there was no episode last week and that's been like the big secret um not secret but you guys know what I mean again I just wanted to keep um her personal news personal um but that's that and like I said I that's also why it kind of explains why I've been back and forth between LA and New York so much I think normally a lot of people when you live on the west coast you maybe don't go home for every single holiday you go home for the major ones but maybe you miss like a Thanksgiving or something I don't know not as important but I went back for all of those because I couldn't have a clear conscience moving um knowing that I wouldn't be around as much um and that's why I was home literally every two weeks almost so again that's why things have been kind of like up in the air and I'm finally in my apartment now my permanent place I am building out a podcast studio within my place I don't know how long it's going to take me to get that up and going I am like all about design 
you guys know if you're following me on Reels and TikTok, I've been documenting my whole design process and I love it more than anything. I have such a clear vision. The one thing I'm so lacking inspiration on is my podcast studio because it's just, I think it overwhelms me because I'm like, okay, what cameras do I need? What microphones do I need? I need lighting. I need to soundproof it. I need this. I need that. It's a lot for me to digest. So I've been just asking around people that I know that are production people and trying to figure that out. So that piece will be set up sooner than later. So maybe the background will change soon. We shall see. If any of you specialize in like set design or something, could you help me? Like I, I'm like, do I hang a logo? Do I keep it classy? I, I don't know. I'm very torn on what to do. Um, I think I have an idea and I know I'll figure it out, but that's just kind of one thing that I've been dealing with. Um, and then so my my stuff is getting shipped from New York from Roadway Moving, which I've worked with them so many times and they are absolutely fantastic. But the thing is, um, it they gave me an 18 day window of when my stuff could arrive, which I guess is something that happens when you move cross country. They give you kind of like a time frame. And I've been just waiting for my stuff. Like I I got a new couch. I got a new bed. Great. I've at least had those things. But now I have my bed and my couch coming from New York. So I'm going to double everything in my apartment. It's just been a lot. And then also I have been using one spatula, one pan. I've been trying to get creative with cooking. You wind up buying duplicates of things because I have all my stuff in New York. But then I, you know, have to buy duplicates for stuff here. It's just been kind of up and down and up and down. Um, so again, there's been a lot of change in my life and a lot of uncertainty, but I think I've really been proud of myself with the mindset that I've kept because I've kind of just been like, it is what it is. It's all going to work out. It'll be okay. There's no point of stressing about it. Like the first night in my apartment, I didn't have a mattress. I slept on an air mattress that I borrowed from someone. And again, it is what it is. Like I've just been making do. And I think that that's a good energy to bring into this new year. And um, yeah, I think I think it's all been okay. Um, that is it for my little intro. Thank you guys for dealing with me and sticking with me through these growing pains. And um, I'm getting into an interview today with my friend here in California. Um, you guys probably know her as Lex Nico. I know her as Alex. We have become good friends since I moved here. She's taken me under her wing and um, just kind of like been someone that I feel like I could rely on and someone that I could call up. And it's been really nice. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this interview. You might know her from Instagram or TikTok. She talks a lot about celebs, pop culture. She also has a full-time job. She loves to travel. She's just like a girl after my own heart. So here is the interview with her. All right, guys, I'm here with Alex. Hi. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Isn't it so funny that I go by Lex Nico, but I'm like, my friends call me Alex. I said that in my <laughs> intro. I was like, you guys know her as Lex. Yeah. I'm going to call her Alex. <laughs> but for the longest time, I texted you like a few weeks or months into knowing you. And I was like, 
by the way, what do you go by? Mm-hmm. Because I kept hearing you introduce yourself as Alex, but I knew I you as Lex. I know. From social media. It's so weird. It's like normally people short form their nicknames and I'm like, no, it's going to be way longer. Well, mine, <laughs> I kind of get that too, though, because people think it's Liz because publicity, which people, don't get me wrong, call me Liz. Yeah, call me whatever you want. <laughs> as they do. You know what I mean? But... um. I, I would say, hey, I'm Melissa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I kind of think it's bold to, like, introduce yourself as your nickname. Oh, my God. If I walked around saying I'm Lex Nico, Lex Nico, how weird would that be? <laughs> but just in general, like, let's say your name's Brittany. You're not going to be like, hi, I'm, I'm Brit. Right. I don't think. Maybe people I don't do. I don't know. DM let's me, guys. Let's test it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> curious. I feel like it's... I feel like it's kind of bold to introduce yes. yourself by your Very nickname. Very presumptuous. Unless that's like literally all you go by. Yeah. And For no sure. one calls you your full first name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to just get into hot topics today. Uh-huh. So normally I do a spill the tea segment where I talk about pop culture, but I was like, we're just going to do it. We're just going to dump all episode it all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not spill the tea. You yeah, couldn't have asked me on a better episode. I love doing this. We're pouring it out. Um. <laughs> Okay, I want to break down the Tarte Dubai trip. Please. I'm desperate for you to do that for me. I have a fascination with it. It's very fascinating. Um, I have a different opinion, I think, than a lot of people out there because we're you and I we've been in this industry like Mm -hmm. we're not like these like spring chickens like some of these 19 year olds so I feel like I've seen a lot yeah and I was a publicist and we've done press trips and I get budgets and I wasn't surprised (laughs) because I've I know what it costs and this has been right okay but I I have thoughts too yeah I think this is like I think like the Emirates first class of it all like Mm. every like it's an egregious budget. Like, it just feels so astronomical. But is it not oh, that crazy? No, no. It's nuts. But my point is, it's been done before. Right. But on Instagram. And I think that I mm. think that visibility on Instagram and in- Instagram influencers is very different than TikTok influencers and the chokeholds that they have on um, their audience. Their audience and the way they've almost, like parlayed into these celebrities Mm -hmm. whereas like there's maybe only four instagram people that i could say like chiara ferrari or whatever yeah ariel charnas like there's very few mariana hewitt that have like made it made it made it you're totally right whereas tiktok it's like a different vibe yeah, I think what's so for me, I think what was polarizing was the fact that it was Tarte Cosmetics doing it. It yeah. wasn't like YSL Beauty or any sort yeah. of luxury beauty brand. And I know like Tarte makes great products, but like they're pretty affordable products, are they not? They're Sephora. They're Sephora. Yeah. So they're okay. probably like they're, they're probably not like in line with like Laura Mercier. Yeah, I think that's what was like confusing for me as a spectator watching it. But I do see what you're saying. There's definitely like, this is the first time that TikTok audiences are seeing it full yes. roll out. But it kind of reminded me, again, felt more expensive, of like a revolve around the world. Okay, so the way I look at it is this. I've thrown million-dollar events okay, before, easily. And they were in New York. And they were – it's like m- more money goes into the production aspect. Got it. Like the stage build-outs and the sets and – bringing in the scientists and then this and then that if you're doing like a beauty event Mm -hmm. whereas these people just put their budget to planes and whatever it was and I thought also what was really interesting is I heard a lot of people talking about oh my god Tarte must be so mad they're mentioning other beauty brands on the trip 
But right. when you're inviting people to an event like this, from my experience, from the publicist side, mm-hmm. you say up front, like, there's no obligation to post. We would love it. If you're going to, this is what you should tag, but there's no obligation because they're not being paid to post. The budget's going towards the experience. Right. So they can't actually, like, hold, like, because if they asked them to post, then they'd have to pay. But isn't that different with Revolve? Revolve, it was like, I remember for Revolve, it was like, you have to post 12 times, yeah. different outfits, so on and so forth. Well, like, because listen, you can ask people like the to only post, thing I'm comparing but to they might mind. not agree to. Right. Whereas Revolve, is notorious for saying, hey, they invited me to Coachella one year, and they were like, hey, come to our event. You'll get into our event, but you have to post 12 times in yes. three days. It was always the 12 times was 12 revolved times. that stuck with me. So you think these people got to go on this trip, all expenses paid, and they didn't have an obligation to post? None. But how much do you think this cost? And no non Alyssa, how much do you think this cost? I think like a million two, or like a million. And how many of them were on it? Um, probably like ten people. Okay, I I might be wrong. And they got on that. to bring a plus one. Yeah, true. So let's say twenty. Oh my god! But it just feels so wild. Oh no, it's so wild. Okay, but if you break it down like this, this is also why it makes sense. Let's say their influencer marketing team is like, we have a budget of two million two million dollars next year to work right. with influencers. Instead of paying. Let's say, okay, this is a great, yes, I just thought great. of this in my head. Business school with Liz. Yeah. So <laughs> Alex Earl is yes. charging $100,000 a post. Okay. So we hear rumblings. Who knows if that's Allegedly. true or not. But she should. So let's say she's charging $100,000 a post. They paid twenty five maybe to get her to Dubai mm-hmm. and for her accommodations. And she probably mentioned Tart in five posts. Oh, I see what you're saying. So the spend in order for less. the eyeballs is less to do a press trip like this. Oh my God. So they're actually getting more like content out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the impressions from the trip alone far exceeded. Oh, for anything. sure. Like whatever they could pay her. And I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we're all talking about Tarte now. Of like course. there's articles being written about it, like yeah. everything. So it's kind of genius if you think about it. Do you think though? Because, uh oh. <laughs> I don't feel personally like it made me want to go out and buy Tarte products. Oh, no. Like, I've used the Shape Tape before, but that's the extent of my Tarte experience. And I, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to get a new Shape Tape. I just Other than us talking day. about it, I'm not sure it, like, revamped their image in the way. I don't know. Like, it, the it other was, like, thing, Charlotte what was, like, Tilbury? the goal of this trip? That's the other question I, I want to know. I think just brand awareness, and then brand awareness, like, drives sales. Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, Charlotte Tilbury, for example, and there was a product that they were all, like, I love this highlighter – I probably feel like I'd try to buy it. Yes. But I don't really feel like anything they showed me was that groundbreaking. Well, it's also interesting because it's like I saw Arielle Charnas posting over the weekend and she said that she was trying some Charlotte Tilbury lip liner um, that she saw on TikTok. And I mm. like took a screenshot. I can't remember the name now. Of course, yeah, but to I was buy like, it. Now I'm like, I want to go try that. But maybe I've like aged out of the TikTok tart. Category? True, maybe we're not the target demo, no. so that's why we're like we are. I don't want to always going to be the target demo, <laughs> all right? But that <laughs> the whole thing was fascinating. It was it was fascinating how it like like took the entire internet culture community by storm. Like everyone yeah. was discussing it. Well, you know what else? It was one of the first press trips that we've seen coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, you're right. So and, like that was you. What also was interesting that you said is like. 
again, I'm going back to my girl, Alex Earl. Yeah. Everything's rooted in her. I don't think she posted, like, anything on her Instagram grid about it, but she was posting TikToks about it. Because that's, like, I feel like TikToks where people post more frequently and whatever mm-hmm. they want, whereas, like, Instagram's still that more curated vibe. Yeah. Instagram's different. Like, it just is a whole different platform, and the press trips that they've done during that whole, like, TikTok era – was crazy but they just didn't get the eyeballs on them because things didn't go on like you only see someone's instagram content if you're following them right whereas on tiktok you could just be on the for you page and see anyone's stuff Ugh, i know it's like a blessing and a curse it really is. it is the rabbit hole it's the ultimate alice in wonderland it really is um okay my next topic that i want to discuss is this is going to be a problem because, like, I could talk to you in detail no, about same. all of these. I'm like, let's talk about Alex Earl. Oh, let's do this. <laughs> I have a million. I'm just going to keep going down the list. So Selena Gomez went on this whole – okay, let me let me backtrack. An article came out saying Selena Gomez was rumored to be dating – Dumois. Dumois. Oh, Dumois. They yeah. have me blocked, so I don't see their stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't even know where I get my info from. Oh, so, gosh. <laughs> um. Someone, Dumas, I guess, came out and said that Selena Gomez was dating Drew from the train, chain chain smokers. smokers. Yes. I just called them the train smokers. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Selena then posted an Instagram story or a picture of them emerged bowling, which, yes. like, I don't know. There's, like, a weird sequence of events because here's what happened. It was, like, first the chain smokers went on Call Her Daddy and talked about having yes. threesomes with each other. And then a week <laughs> later, Demois or, like, that was, like, Wednesday. Sunday spotted Demois like, Drew and uh, Selena at a bowling alley all over each other Aggressively making out. Making yes. out. Then we get Selena being like, hashtag I'm single, which I wrote you and I was like, is this true? And then in the bottom, the bottom of her story was a picture of his head. Like it literally right? looked like, like him. It looked like him. And I was like, this is again, I'm confused with what you're doing. And then the bowling alley pictures came out on page six and then they were just seen in New York leaving dinner together. Holding hands. Holding hands. So... How I feel mm-hmm. is annoyed. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> Tell I me just, why. Like, she's playing with us. Of and course. also, if you're... Okay, first of all, I think it screams PR relationship. I'm just being honest. I feel like she's been known to do this before with Zed. Absolutely. I know. And, like, you brought up such a good... Again, this like I sound like a psychopath with how much I'm like stalking your Instagram stories. <laughs> no, I, you brought know. up another point on Instagram. It's true, though. Like Her whole Zed thing, it's like they were dating, they posted a picture together, a song came out, then they shortly after broke up. Correct. It's giving Zed energy to mm-hmm. me. And also, not only that, but... First of all, it seems like a weird match for some reason to yeah. me. Yeah. And just very sad. He was dating Eve Jobs, like Steve Jobs' daughter. But she does. Like, now that I think about it, that is her type, like skinny white boy. Selena? Yeah, because Justin, Zed. She dated The Weeknd. And, well, okay, him aside. But apparently people people were DMing me that her and The Weeknd were PR. And I don't know if I believe that, though. I probably do at this point. I don't know why I don't get authentic vibes from her in general oh or God, just from I'm the relationship. I'm never going to be invited to a rare no, beauty. No, no, no. You know what? It's not even rare beauty. It's her. Fa- <laughs> I had somebody DM me in my Q&A and they're like, I get the high key vibes that you don't like, Selena. I'm like, where does I get this like every few months? I'm like, where does this come from? Like, I, I honestly don't know. I'm not a stan of her. Like, I don't right. know. I don't have an opinion. I also 
who knows? I'm sure she's a nice person. I'm just talking about solely from, like, optics Mm -hmm. of the fact that either they're coming out with a song together, which, if so, this feels weird. And if they're not coming out with a song together, why would she put up a story saying, I'm single, to only be seen with him two days later? I mean... Time will tell, but when you said, when you made the Zed energy connection, I was like, that's what's going on here. And like, why are they going, I bet they're dropping an album soon or something, because why are they going on Call Her Daddy randomly? But don't you think, though, it's too obvious? Well, maybe to you and I, who are so deeply immersed in it, but then I have people writing me being like, you don't like Selena Gomez. And I'm like, I I never said this. I take it all back. That's a good point. Like, we we are are studying this. We are connoisseurs. (laughs) Yeah, but we're looking at this (laughs) with a keen eye. (laughs) We have a sharp lens on Because I'm just like, something feels phony. I know when my radar's off, but also, I thought Jen and Ben... We're so a PR stunt, and they're married, so. I thought they were a PR stunt, too. And Priyanka and Nick, everyone thought, was a PR stunt. I still stand by that. But they're married. But you can have PR stunts that evolve. It's That's like an fair. arranged marriage. Like, yeah. it evolves into love. Like, I also still feel like Ben and Jen were like, let's go for a walk together and just stick it to A-Rod. Mm. Like, and then they and were then like, they wait, reconnected. we love each other. Like, I do think that things can start out one way and end another. It's like the couples that go on The Bachelor looking for fame, but then they find yes. they fall in love. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, interesting. I agree. <laughs> I just don't know if I was a celebrity, if I would personally enter into a PR relationship because I just would feel so inauthentic. But I feel like now they're at a point where they're so far removed. And let's keep in mind, this has gone on forever for ages and ages. Look at like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Or like, like even the book Seven Husbands of Evelyn exactly, Hugo. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a new playbook. So I just feel like it's par for the course. And I just think that a lot of these celebrities are like, again, now we're sitting here talking about them. Like would we be talking about Drew Taggart from the Chainsmokers today? No. If he didn't do a little walkie walk with Selena Gomez? Like, and who knows like what people are planting into Demois to talk about. Like, you know, so true. We never it's like don't their intern DM. Exactly. Well, yes, because when I worked in PR, we would write stuff in about our clients all the time. Exactly. To page six or whatever. And that's just like what they're trying to keep their name in the game. But I that's again why I think you're right. And like something is coming. I don't even know from Selena, but from the chain smokers. I just feel like if a song comes out and it's a collab from them, that's Case weird. Case but closed. I do agree the chain smokers, if the fact that they're doing press right now. It's too obvious. I know. And, like, they have a Vegas residency, but, like, is it ending? Is it doing well? They have a Vegas residency? Uh-huh. Friday nights in excess or Saturday. I can't remember. Wait, that's fun. I've got – it is I fun. Like I love the – I should also say I love the chase book. <laughs> Guys, if it looks like I'm oh. sobbing on camera, there's something in my eye. I like. I think my makeup got in my. Oh my god! You look beautiful. I girl bossed a little too close, close to, to the s- to the. Side. I I detox and now my skin is purging and I'm just like whatever. Just <laughs> I'm sitting with here it. talking about like Selena Gomez and I have like a tear running. Down <laughs> You're like I love the chain smokers single tear. This <laughs> slows you, Lauren Conrad tear. Um. Okay. So Kylie Jenner, nine months later, finally released the name of her baby Mm -hmm. air air and she did confirm that's how you pronounce it a-i-r-e first thoughts on the name i love it love (laughs) i love like stormy and air again just that sort of like weather pattern (laughs) it's 
not like an eloquent way to put it, but there's like <laughs> the a thread. There's a yeah. thread to their elements. Like, I love it. I love the spelling. Uh-huh. I love his sweet little face. I love how oh, she announced so it so casually. I do like it. And if I was a conspiracy conspiracy oh yeah let's put on our what's that word Conspir- conspiracy theorist yes <laughs> i would say that she's dropped it now to deflect from the fact that her and travis broke up oh you're so right but again who knows if things i don't i know this isn't go back on everything i just said about the chain smokers and selena <laughs> but i don't believe the kardashians are as um calculated as the rest of the internet does Oh, really? I don't think so at all. See, I think it's like a balance, but I I hear you in the sense that I think a part of their sort of approach is like just to like drop things when they seemingly feel like it. Yes. So like this is like at first I was like, oh, no, what's happening that like that she's posting this because Travis and her breaking up didn't seem that big to me. But I was like, is something coming? Mm. But then now I was like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, just kind of seems like she felt like it. And, like, she got the legal documentation back. And yeah. And was like, oh, okay, it's officially changed. Cool. Airs I love name. it. Love the name. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, because there was rumors that Travis had cheated with some woman, like, her, I forget her name, a few months ago. And, like, there was this whole back and forth. Oh, wait, was this the girl that, like, got birkin bag stole a birkin bag some what was her name i know there was like she was like on a plane travis scott cheating 2023 <laughs> um i don't think this is her i think she was a oh yeah girl. um ro ro i don't want to say her name wrong let me see rojine Oh, Rojan Carr? Rojan. Oh, yeah. That would make more sense. Like, Sean Rojan. Yeah. Um, Rojan Carr. So, there were rumors about this girl, and then, like, she was posting all these things, and then that was in October. Okay. Things really got quiet, and then they broke up. Well, they didn't spend New Year's Eve together, and then, remember, he, like, unfollowed, like, And she took down pictures of him. And Kendall and everybody. So, what I'm wondering now is... Were they quiet and these rumors really did get under their skin? Like something. Yeah. Maybe whether he cheated or not, but maybe those rumors had opened up a can of worms or whatever. Because I remember while it was going on, it was kind of quiet. And then a few months later, they're like magically not together anymore. Well, here's my question for you. Like, do you think that releasing the baby's name was necessary for the fact that there was Travis and Kylie breakup cheating rumors. Like, like, do you think we cared enough about them breaking up or cheating rumors for them to release the baby's name? Mm, Hard hitting journalism. I think <laughs> I know. I'm and I'm like so serious. I, I think if I believed I, again, I don't usually choose to believe in conspiracies. Okay, which but again goes back. It kind of seems like you do this time with, with certain people. To me, it's very obvious. With other people, like, for whatever reason, and I know this goes against what everyone else thinks, I really don't feel that way with the Kardashians. Okay. I think they have so much news going on at all times. Constantly. That it really doesn't matter. And I kind of just think, like, yeah, sure, some things are calculated. Mm -hmm. But I actually just think she was probably like, eh, today's the day. 
Yeah, like just woke up and felt like it. And the reason why I think this is because everyone's always like, oh, um, you know, when everything happened with Tra- Travis Scott, that whole tragedy with his concert, everyone was like, Kim released this to take the the heat off Travis. Yeah. No. Like, that's the kind of stuff I don't believe in. Like, yes, they're close family, but I don't believe the whole family is taking bullets for each other. You don't? No. I really don't. I do in some instances. I really, really do. It's just too much, like, convenience. I just think they're just in the news every week. I hear you. That's just how I feel. Do you think that Kris Jenner is in cahoots with TMZ? That's a big Hollywood rumor. No. What? No, I don't. I think the Kardashians' representatives are. Okay, Chris but Jenner's not, not Chris. a publicist. Okay, you're right. Like I hear people you. love to be like, oh, Chris did this and Chris did that. I don't think she's making those calls. Mm-hmm. When you're that big, you have a whole freaking team of people, and your publicists have relationships, and then media outlets will contact you and be like, hey, we're running this story on Kim, and they'll give you a heads up. And like ask you for comment. And Is either you could ask? try to squash it or sue them or whatever. Mm. Or you could just know what's coming and you kind of just like weather the storm. But usually publicists have relationships with the media outlets. Okay. Or what you do, this is the really shady oh part, is you trade information. So you say, you're the pub- I'm Kim Kardashian's publicist. They come to me and say, we're running a story that Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want that to run yet. I'll give you something else. So then I talk to maybe oh. Kylie's publicist or And you're like, Chloe's, share the baby's name. And they're like, okay, fine, just run that so-and-so happened. Okay. And then you say to Team Z, we'll give you the exclusive on the baby's name if you don't run that story. Oh. And then you give them the exclusive. Look at you yeah. inside baseball. That's the in, that's how it works. Oh, my gosh. It's, that seems like so much of a headache. Oh, <laughs> when I used to – so I used to do um, – I was a celebrity publicist, my first job out of college, or second job, and my boss did um, Tyga. Oh, my God. And he was dating Kylie at the time. And it would be something little, like, oh, we'll give you these pictures of Tyga and Kylie if you, I don't know, put my beauty, this beauty brands in the right. in Glamour magazine. But, you know, it was news that you want out there anyway, but you kind of just, like, barter with things. Interesting. Yeah. It's okay, crazy. Good to know. But then knowing all of this, you still don't – I mean, I agree with you. In this instance, she felt like just dropping. But I think historically the Kardashians do a lot of that bartering. I'm sure they do. Or I'm their sure teams. They do, their teams. But I don't think it's as – I don't think it's as cut and dry as like – Or like as Chris Jenner pulling as we sh- always think it is. Yes. Okay. Like I think sometimes they're also blindsided. Like Chloe when Ugh. Tristan's cheated or – like I think sometimes it's just – My sweet Chloe. I know. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Hmm. Kim. Kim, huh? Yeah. Oh. I mean, Kim's – And Chloe. See, I, I know. That's the thing. You start to spiral. I'm like, yeah, I really now I like Courtney. Oh, I like Courtney too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel as connected to the Jenner girls. I know. I know. I, I love Kendall though. I will F with Kendall any day. You know what? I'd hang out with all of them. I let's know. be honest. <laughs> um, okay. To keep things moving, we'll go to our next. I know. Sorry, oh, you're going to have to keep me on track here. Speaking of, let's jump into Kanye getting married. Guys, I should just preface this with like, I don't want to talk about him because he is no good. But what I do want to talk about is the things that surround him. Mm-hmm. With By saying, though, I don't support him. Like, Agreed. I'm. I don't fuck with him because I just think he's done too much and he's basically come out and gotten married overnight married yeah 
like a ceremony, like a promise ring ceremony, right? To the architectural designer of Yeezy. And what I think is so fascinating now is that pictures came out of him, her, and North at dinner at mm-hmm. Nobu Malibu. And I just want to know what Kim thinks of all of this. Like, and obviously Kim had to give permission for that, right? I'm sure. Like, like I need to know. But North was sitting on Pete's lap a few months ago. True. Wow. So I'm sure, like, this is his wife now. Right. Oh, God. I just think I'm judging the wife for associating with him. I mean, and I don't know what's going on with the wife. Or, like... Again, there was the girl, I forget her name as well, that he dated. That was like another Kim clone after yes. Julia Fox. Uh, yeah, yeah, He dated the girl who was like a Kim yeah. clone. And she was here for it and she like got a bunch of followers, got verified. Like it's its own thing. Like who knows what this woman is doing, this architectural designer or what her end game is. But why do you want to be associated with someone who's like said such hateful things? That's that what I, I judge. Because like, right. I would just be like, that's a scary person Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like yeah it's such a weird flex to want to be with him and like why yeah why now and like what happened haven't they obviously known and worked with each other for a long time Mm. so what's the move here and also like what was going on behind the scenes that like you're so close oh do you think no I don't want to I don't want to go there my girl Kim I have rumors about other things but can you talk about them (laughs) I think it's been out there with him (laughs) just like being a you know what was so I'll cute say. though again to go off topic off topic did you see the video of north helping satan shy make milkshakes yes and very i was like cute. that's who i feel for in this whole situation poor north is being ping-ponged between her parents and their boyfriends girlfriends husbands wives like come on i know i think they do a pretty good job though at keeping yeah. her like isolated from it all but it was cute because basically North like loves TikTok and Kim let her post a video and it was of her teaching the younger siblings how to make, make milk milkshakes, shakes. which looks disgusting. The milkshake. I, I thought they were gonna toss it all in a blender. And then they just had milk over ice with ice cream. Cool whip on top. Someone said milk on the rocks and I was dying. <laughs> I'm a milkshake straight up. Like that was too much. I really, I was like waiting for it to go into a blender. And I, I was like, like Are you oh, gonna stir it, or so you're just gonna put a straw in it and serve? <laughs> oh my god, they're so cute though. Like I, I know. It, like that's like what childhood is about. I like, know. We were making the mud sprinkles pies and like. They were really sweet. It was so really sweet. It made me happy because, like, I worry about all these celebrity kids. <laughs> I genuinely do. Okay, this is so weird, but I was just happy to see they were eating Cool Whip. Yeah. Like, like regular I was food. like, wow, that's a good old brand that we know and love. <laughs> it Wholesome. Was, it wasn't, like, from Erwan. Right. It wasn't, you like, know? vegan alternative. Yes. Fake frosting whipped cream. And, you know, I was thinking this is probably why... Kit, like this is probably why Courtney doesn't want her kids, or oh my god, Chloe yeah, doesn't like, want her kids sleeping at Courtney's house and vice versa because they can't eat any sugar, no, or or dairy. Oh god. So I was just like laughing to myself. I'm like, oh, they're eating good whole ingredients, except they use the almond milk brand that I use, oh, which really? is like it's called Malk. Yes, and it's like pure almonds, and it's like so fucking expensive and i was like these little kids don't even know the almonds no idea they are pouring no <laughs> idea sprinkles everywhere but then they also had the hershey's chocolate syrup which is another classic yeah like childhood it was just refreshing I'm yes like, okay you're letting kids be kids yeah 
And especially in that house, like, I feel like they probably can't even mess up anything. It's all white. It's all white. It's wild. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, I want to talk about mm-hmm. um, tennis. Yes. One, because <laughs> I I think I should tell everyone about my tell them. competitive um, situation tell them. with the girl on the court. Please. <laughs> Wait, so we were we went to the Melrose Trading Post yesterday for a little afternoon meetup yeah. and you told me this story and I I could have rolled out of your car last Wasn't that chaotic yesterday? Yes. Just general in general. In general. So Okay. I went to tennis. I took a lesson <laughs> and this is gonna ricochet into us talking about breakpoint, mm-hmm. which is how it has to do with pop culture. But as a sidebar, everyone in LA plays tennis. Yes. It is such a thing. Everyone I talked to is like, yeah, I was playing tennis this weekend. So whatever. I wanted to take up tennis because I love, like, I rather work out in that sense than, mm-hmm. like, sit on a treadmill. So anyway, I had so much fun. I took a tennis class. I met all these girls. We became besties. We all started a group chat. <laughs> but I'm competitive. And I forgot how competitive I am because it's not like I'm playing team sports every day. Yeah. So we're in a class. There's, like, six of us. It's all women. And there was one girl that was good and I think I was pretty good so I'm like I need to be better you know and I just she can't beat me yeah I created this (laughs) fake beef in my head and like every time she would hit the ball I felt the rage inside me getting like (laughs) angrier because I was like I will take her down like and then me and my doubles partner played her and her doubles partner Mm -hmm. and they kept kicking our ass and I was looking at my partner like I kept being like we gotta pick it up <laughs> you're like in bridesmaids get your shit together Carol <laughs> I was, it's literally a lesson and it was like so chill and I'm like we gotta you're take like the Monica out. from Friends <laughs> yes I was full Monica yes. I was flipping out I was like they can't keep being reigning champs this is getting ridiculous so I just like was getting so angry in my head that I created this beef between me and this girl mm-hmm. she literally did nothing but play tennis like she was just existing okay but she wasn't cordial <laughs> to begin with oh and yeah she, set you in the wrong tone yes everyone else was really friendly and I could tell she was taking her craft really yeah. serious <laughs> so I was trying to like break her you know yes. I'm like you got to warm up. You got whatever. So that was my extent of tennis. I'm going to keep going back. If I see her again, maybe I'll defeat her this time. Um, oh, wait, you have to also talk about how you all went in the group chat. <laughs> oh, yes. That's the best part of this. Story. I could tell, like, she just wasn't fucking with any of us. Like, we were all, like, kind of joking. Like, you know, someone would miss the ball and we'd, like, nudge each other and be like, better luck next time. And she was taking it really serious. And I, I, was trying to like you know see if we can catch a vibe from her at the end of the class this girl's like let's all start a group chat so we could you know keep in touch and play together again and i see someone go up to her and be like do you want to join the group chat and she kind of was just like no (laughs) and i was like she had no interest in having this be a social she'll never take a beginner's class again i know she's going up to intermediate level two she is gone you are never going to see or hear from her oh Watch her be in my class next I know. Week. You're doubled up with her. Oh, my God. I hope she doesn't hear this. I mean, she literally did nothing wrong other than the fact that I was just so competitive. And, like, to me, that was my competition. Right. I was yes. like, I need to be the best. I'm sure you were fabulous. And we need to play together soon. I'm sore today. 
As you should be. It's a really, <laughs> it's cardio. It's yeah. core. It's like strength. It's I don't everything. know. Agility. Loved it. What other words can I talk so, about? <laughs> okay. So the reason why I even had tennis on my list is because I'm pretty sure I saw you post about this about Breakpoint, mm-hmm. which is the it's like, new show on Netflix. Yeah. So it's like, if you ever watched F1 Drive to Survive, mm-hmm. it's from like the same, it's like the same feel, but with... Um, the WTP, so women's tennis and ATG, I think. I might have mm-hmm. messed up. I messed it up for sure. I don't know it anyway. But so. it's like the Tennis Association for Men and Women, and it's following the athletes because the dynamic and world of tennis right now is so – sorry, it's ATP and WTA. There we go. It's so interesting because you have like – um, Federer and uh, Nadal and all these people are kind of like aging out. Mm. And so there's like a new era. Obviously, Serena has retired. Venus is kind so of like. So true. So there's like a new era of players coming in. And it is so interesting because there's nobody that's like a breakout star yet. And they're all kind of vying for it. And that's the premise of Breakout. So the first episode follows this guy who's like hot-headed for tennis, which yes. is like random. Nick you see, yes, yeah, so you see aggression like on the football fields, but you don't really see tennis players. Like, it's a very quiet sport. Yes, like when you go to the U.S. Open, if you sneeze, you feel like you're interrupting something. Yeah, this man is like cursing, breaking rackets. He's like John Mac. He's like a new era John McEnroe. And then they also have these girlfriends that travel with them. I've come across one of the girls on TikTok, the the blonde one. Yes. Yeah. Being like Taylor's Taylor's girlfriend. Yes. Like yeah. here's what I'm wearing to my boyfriend's tennis match, and I She's found her always on, TikTok on Pinterest before. The show. And I was like, oh, this is an interesting life that she leads. She just travels with him. Like, she's his support system girlfriend. Like, professional wag. It is so fascinating to me. And I'm like, where was I when this was a job? I was going to say, like, (laughs) I kind of think I would do it. Because you know how people are like, you need to have your own thing going for you. I could influence from anywhere. Exactly. I'm taking this podcast on the road. She's doing it. (laughs) Yeah. She's building up his brand by just existing next to him. Doesn't mean she's not making money or working. Mm -hmm. It just means that she's traveling. Exactly. Which like, win fucking win. And now Nick's girlfriend is doing that too. But at the time of the show, they had I didn't finish it. He's he's the hothead. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was surprised to see him so like loving with his girlfriend. I know. So you guys have to watch it. I think it's really fascinating. And the one thing that I think is so interesting about your content in general is that you post about like the niche things that not everyone's talking about. (laughs) And I'm like that too. We talked about this yesterday, how I love like UK television or weird shows. You talk about sports. You talk talk about F1 all the time. I'm a big sports Yeah, you talk soccer. Mm -hmm. I never know what you're talking about, but I still think it's interesting. I talk about all the sports, but then it's like, you know how like you will watch a movie and you're like, I need to look up everything about this actor. It's like, I will watch Breakpoint and I'm like, who are all of these people's girlfriends when they date? Yes. So, fun story. Can I tell you one yeah, story? Yeah. So, you know how I was talking about Matteo Barantini, the oh, hot one. The hottest man. Ugh, with the beautiful chains. And in the show, <laughs> he's dating this girl. I had to look up her name. Isla. Her name is Tom Lanovic. And she's a <clears throat> she's also a tennis, tennis player. player. Her ex-boyfriend is Nick, the aggressive hothead. They dated too. So now we have like incestual tennis tour. And I'm like, this is what I live for. <laughs> oh my God. And if they play each other, she's uh-huh. probably. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I team. know. So my friend Jill got, she did an event with F1 through work. Like oh, she jealous. works in event production and they did like this big F1 event and she just started researching it while they were doing the mm-hmm. event. She started watching Drive to Survive. 
And then she became so upset. She listens to all the podcasts, follows yep. all of the relationships. Like, it's like her housewives. Yes. Like, she loves it. And I told her to follow you because I'm like, oh my she talks God. about pop culture, but she talks about F1. I'm telling you, sports drama and like male athlete drama, they are some of the pettiest bitchiest little people out there like they love because they're so hyper competitive right Mm. and like they're doing it on this world top tier creme de la creme scale and if things aren't going their way they throw these little hissy fits it's like yes incredible to see so crazy i was watching something on joe barrow this morning Mm -hmm. as we do and (laughs) i was like he was saying something about how his contract was like 36 million dollars and i was like that's a lot of money i get it but to just like run around on a field I know <laughs> like what isn't that so odd when you think about it it's like they're just running around in tights and I get it's like <laughs> so competitive and there's so much pressure but I was just like what a dream like I know. if you love sports and you could do it professionally and you're rich and famous like what it's the ultimate dream that's why there's only like one in a million exactly you know well F1 there's 20 guys racing and Jill always explains to me how it's amazing because everything has to work at the right time. Mm-hmm. So many things have to go right to win. This so is what many things. I started Drive to Survive and like I was a little into it, but I don't know. I don't know. Um. So anyway, I do want you to talk about really quick your podcast because yes. we didn't touch on the Royals at all today. I know. But you just came out with a podcast with Betches. Yes. Called Crown Jewels. Crown Jewels. And you talk all about the Royals. We talk all about the Royals, but like all Royals. It's been very, you know, British monarchy heavy, but oh. we'll like touch on all Royals because honestly, there's so much tea going on in like all monarchs. Like we are waiting because again, there's been so much happening with like Harry and Meghan that it's like all we've been talking about. But like the Spanish royal family oh. is so dramatic and we're desperate to do a deep dive. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. We enjoy it. Wait, so... Are you team Harry, Meghan, or William and Kate? Ugh, I can't even pick at this point. I'm like, you're all just fucking me up because yeah. like, they they all just seem, again, very petty. And it's like, they can't just let it go. And that's fair, but like, deal with it in therapy. Stop <laughs> like, making money off of it. And like, I love mm. a good hustle. But I think what's hard with like, Harry and Meghan is, even though they were, I will say, they never said they were the ones that like wanted privacy. Mm. They said they just wanted to like not be attacked by the British media. They basically like have to make money from doing all of this public stuff. But like they could do it more behind the scenes. Like they they have to stop telling the story now. Mm. Don't you think? Like it's like overkill. I You're also like, have, I'm team Harry and I, Meghan. I also have a controversial <laughs> opinion. I, Tell me. No, I really haven't heard anyone agree with me. But I'm I, de- I want to know. I just think they spoke out. They did one interview with Oprah. They did a doc. Well, I guess they did do a lot. They did a documentary and he wrote a book. Okay. If this was anyone else in the media, we would be loving it. Like when mm-hmm. something goes on with the housewives, we're digging into their private lives. Like we want more. We'll carry on a storyline for so long. True. If it's anyone else, I feel like everyone's like more, more, more. They do it and everyone's like, ooh, it's tacky back off. And it's like, why? They. It's not really any different than any other information that we consume other than the fact that their family notoriously doesn't speak out exactly i think it's that that is like the juxtaposition that rubs people the wrong way but then this is what devil's advocate is like i get it they don't speak out 
but we want them. We're dying to know this information. I want to know. And of now course. we're finally getting it. I know. And like, I don't disagree with that. I think there is something fundamentally. I always describe this like Meghan Markle. People just don't like her. And I relate it to remember the era of Anne Hathaway. 100%. After she won the Les Mis Oscar and there was the Hathaway hate. Yep. That's what Meghan is experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. It's like there's no rhyme or reason. People just don't like her. I think it's flipped a little bit. I think since the documentary. Oh, I loved them after flipped. the documentary. Yeah. And they're so cute and dorky together. Mm -hmm. And like, but that's the thing. It's like, now we have the documentary. Now we have the book. You also, because I like do this podcast yeah. and study it, I have to read all of these articles. And like, she doesn't come across great in articles she, mm -hmm. all the time. So that I think she has to work on. But like, now I need them to take a beat. Yeah. I want to miss them a little bit. I agree. I think it's been a little, I think the book tour was a lot. I think yeah. if we just had the documentary and then like a little silence. I know. But the book. It was the back to back. The it, B2B is what. It was the back in. to back <laughs> of the book tour. It was just like a lot. I know. Um, But I love Harry. Do you? Oh, I am. I've never in my life been attracted to a man that like looks like him. I he can love get him. It. Yes. Really? Uh, it's, it's his. It's his demeanor. I'm, like, attracted to his energy. Okay. I like how he's vulnerable. He All he wants to do is protect his wife. I and know. And, like, love be his loved. mom. I know. And be loved. And and he is, like, open to admitting fault in the past mm -hmm. and growing. And uh, he loves charity. I'm like, this man, I love him. I think he's the greatest guy. I mean, I definitely, after reading the book, have a lot of empathy for him and how, like, yeah. your mother passed away when you were 12 and you were not even given an opportunity to, like, deal with that post-traumatic mm. stress. And, in fact, you were actually, like, thrusted into the public eye and had to carry the weight of the public's distraught and, like, with your mother's And, keep all these death. secrets and not be able to deal with things the way that yeah. a normal kid yeah I just adore him <laughs> oh my goodness well that is just peachy I love that for you I'm obsessed with him um okay where can everyone follow you stay up to date get oh all my the gosh follow me everywhere Twitter Instagram TikTok at Lex Nico L-E-X-N-I-K-O and then you can find the Crown Jewels podcast wherever you get your podcast so make sure that you like <laughs> subscribe leave a little note let us know how we're doing what you want to yeah. hear I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to listen to uh, it. And I'm so excited to be here. This is Yay. like so fun to always do with your friends. So thank you for Full circle me. moment. You Full know? circle moment. <laughs> I know. And let me just say, I'm so happy that you're in LA. Like yesterday, I yes. felt like a beaming. I was a Chris oh. Jenner momager. I was like, the sun is out. Now you get it. Now yesterday, get it. I was like, can we just like sit in the sun for a little? And we both just looked up and we're like, ah. <laughs> so nice. We made it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>